And on a final note, it has come to the attention of the staggering stories team that the panto season is almost upon us. Oh no, it isn't! This year, numerous councils have been informed that the panto shows should be more gender neutral and all inclusive. For instance, Cinderella will now be called Cinderfella. Instead of a woman, Cinderfella is the youngest in a blended family with two facially challenged stepbrothers. Buttons the Page Boy will now be known as Buttons the Page Person. Jack and the Beanstalk will be more health and safety conscious. He will be wearing a hard hat, a high-vis jacket and safety boots in compliance with the working height regulations. Additionally, the giant will not be saying, I smell the blood of an Englishman. Because of the references to England's colonial and imperial past and the offence it may cause, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves will now be known as Snow Melanin Impoverished and the Seven Vertically Challenged Persons. <laughs> Additionally, the new regulations will also include trigger warnings when something mildly frightening is about to happen, as not to traumatise anyone, such as when the Wicked Witch appears. Welcome, dear listeners, and welcome again to this, the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories podcasts. I'm Crumbly. I'm Asda Man. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm here! Hooray! <laughs> and I, yes, I am... am a lovely man who it's always been my pleasure to know and love. <laughs> and quite frankly, you're a decent chap, aren't you? Karen, okay, where's been, my wife? You've you done with her. She's run off with your wallet. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, have uh, did either of you listen to the reason you were absent from the last couple of podcasts? No. That's okay. We're safe, guys. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> Why were we absent? No, no reason. No, no reason. No, no reason at all. We, no? we will listen. Wasn't important. No. I hope it was cleaner than what I would have actually doing. <laughs> Quite frankly, we could have said you were exploring the toilets at Buckingham Palace with a snorkel and it would have been cleaner <laughs> than what you were actually yeah. doing. Yeah. One time. <laughs> Speaking of which, as a, as a royalist, I would like to wish His Royal Highness Prince Harry congratulations on his upcoming nuptials with Miss Meghan Markle. I wish them many years of happiness. God save the Queen and all of said dinner. Huzzah! Hello. That was about a week ago. It could have broken up by now. <laughs> <laughs> Addendum. <laughs> you being a bee. <laughs> He's being patriotic. Oh, yes. sorry. Anyway, without further ado, politically correct pantos besides, it's the news with El Presidente. <laughs> Doctor Who news. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Really? Oh. Behind the scenes... Radio special. The upcoming Christmas episode of Doctor Who will be the end of an era, and some years ago, cameras would have been there to document it for Doctor Who Confidential. In that regard, at least, this era may be ending on a lower note than it began back in 2010, but Capaldi and Moffat's swan song will still be covered, thanks to a BBC Radio 2 behind-the-scenes programme. The Christmas special twice upon a time, will be broadcast on Christmas Day 
But oddly, the making of radio programme will go out a few days earlier on Thursday the 21st of December. So don't expect too many spoilers for the episode, hopefully. It's going to be full of spoilers. Joe Wiley is to... Look, just... Look, this pisses me off. What? 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 Hang on. She's vaguely famous and she likes Doctor Who. So she gets to do all this fun stuff. Wasn't it Joe Wiley's show that he broke it on? Yes. Because she just... Once she said she really likes Doctor Who, she gets to do all the, the fun the, stuff. They're it's friends. really unfair. He's a friend of, she was doing this before he was on. Used to be Zoe Ball as well. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Jealousy or what? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the plot. Right. Okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> Joan Wiley is to host the t- no, probably. Joe Wiley? No, that's too far. (laughs) (laughs) Dial it back. Dial it back a bit. Joe Wiley is to host the two-hour radio programme and will be interviewing such people as Peter Capaldi, Pearl Mackey, Stephen Moffat and more. You'll find it on BBC Radio 2 at 8pm on the 21st of December, including on the iPlayer for free internationally. I don't think it deserves applause at all. Applause at all. They should wait till after Christmas Day. We'll have yeah, to make should... up some telly snaps for it so we can get some visuals. We will. Yeah, maybe yeah. animate yeah. it in a few years' time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Radio's so boring. Maybe one of the other guests will be Zoe Ball. You what, were there right we, at the beginning. How do we Zoe? know that it's even going to be them? How do we know it's just not Rory Bremner on a Christmas jolly? <laughs> it might be. Same oh, fortune. I don't know. He's very expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've, that that's filled me with meh. Yeah, it should be something yeah. on BBC mm. TV4, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and broadcasting the making of thing before the actual episode, I mean, that's just asking for trouble. Yeah. yeah. So it's mm. gonna, there's going to be some dick out there who listens to it and then writes all about it all over Facebook. Well, I'm sure it's just going to be a fluff piece of them talking about their time in Doc 2. And oh, I hope so. It's, a, it's, it's more of a bit of advertising for the episode, naturally. Yeah. Two hours though, it's still it's still Mm. likely to land someone, you know, as they're talking about oh yes, there was this wonderful scene well, we had a scene with dot, dot, dot. Yeah. I didn't know they were in it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just meh about this. It's yeah. filled it, me with meh. It's because it's coming to an end. It would no, be, it's because it's radio. It would just be so much better <laughs> if they did it afterwards, wouldn't it? It would. And, 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 TV with, and with pictures. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know, this younger generation, if it's not moving images, they don't want to know. The if it's in black and white, they generation as you. <laughs> I mean, I'm not 50 yet. Not for a few years yet. Well, 18 months, but... <laughs> That doesn't even count as years. It does. That's one of the years. And the world could end before then. It's true. In which case, you'd be in the 50 and over part of heaven, and I'll be in the still young enough to bother waking up in the morning part of heaven. <laughs> but not walk very far. Don't mock my knee. Shall Small we children are dangerous. <laughs> Red Dwarf News. Oh, yeah. More episodes and a stage version coming in a live periscope from LA Hot Tub. Robert Llewellyn confirmed that in early 2018 they will begin filming more new episodes of Red Dwarf. Llewellyn suggested that the new series might not be called Red Dwarf 13, though didn't expand upon that. Also confirmed were rumours that there will be a stage and or arena version Ooh. of Red Dwarf Live in the early months of 2019. That could be fun. Mm. Mm. Yes. It, oh, no, it isn't. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. <laughs> it will begin in London. Early reports suggesting the O2 Arena. Ooh. Very good. Mm-hmm. Nice and big, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and hopefully go on tour after that. It will likely be some time until we hear full details on this, but would seem likely that the regular cast will be playing their characters live in the stage version. Yeah, it wouldn't work it, without them. Not no. really, no. No, no, no. One final non-Red Dwarf-related bit of news from this live stream was that there will be a live, fully charged live event <laughs> in June 2018. Fully charged is Robert Llewellyn, Llewellyn's Future of Transport and Energy YouTube series. It's going to be electric car nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> with particular interest in electric cars. Yeah, yeah. I, say, I say nonsense just to annoy Adam. <laughs> Don't tell him, but they are right. Awesome. <laughs> More details on that event will be coming soon. You yes. must be quite happy with Philip Hammond. Oh, why? What's he done? The Crashed? Died? No, 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 no. <laughs> the Chancellor. The Chancellor. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, that, not, not, not the other one. <laughs> well, you never well, know. Know. As I was saying, yeah. we've got a week. You can guarantee yeah. you would have bumped yeah. into something. No, with his electric um, car subsidy nonsense. Mm. Yeah, well, we'll see. You don't trust him either, do you? I, well... They've, in the past, the government have given money to local councils to put in points, but the councils haven't bothered to actually take the money. They just, too much hassle for them, so they didn't bother to uh-huh. apply. So, so we'll see. need to write a strongly worded letter to Crawley Borough Council. Crawley Borough Council got a couple. They're actually quite good. They're not too bad. Mm-hmm. We've so. got the one at Tesco's now. We have. Yeah, there I is. noticed you parked in it. I did. Yes. Yeah, free. Unlike the one at the town hall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that not free anymore? No, it's pounds now. That, hence why no one's ever parked mm. there anymore. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> this has been Electric Car Corner. <laughs> Next week, mirrors. Are they necessary? Any addendums? I have an addendum. Oh, oh yeah. what's your addendum? Oh, Guernsey. Right. The Channel had, um, mm. a weapons amnesty. Oh. Mm-hmm. And someone's turned in a batleth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's we'll a picture on, of the batleth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's no, a batleth. No, 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 no. Yep, they basically walked into the um, the police station. The Daily Fail are saying it's five feet long and then put a picture of the police officer where it's clearly only about two foot long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, someone's handed in a batleth and they haven't said what they're going to do with it. Other things that were handed in were a shotgun disguised as a walking stick, oh. a crossbow <laughs> and a couple of World War One revolvers, which Blimey. hopefully are going to go to a museum. Mm, yeah. But why do I have a feeling there's some teenage kid somewhere going, Mother! Some, some teenage kid, look at him, over there. Well, I, I, you said you don't know what they're going to do. I would mount it on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Disarm it first. Is it sharpened? They're normally not sold sharpened, are they? It looks quite sharp. Mm. And besides, yeah. if you hit someone hard enough with it. You can still do Makes a dent, yeah. I kind of have an addendum. Oh, yeah. Apparently, a couple of days ago, last week... The BBC, the BBC morning, managed to make most of the Doctor Who fandom think Tom Baker was Oh, dead. God, that yes. was so scary. What's that? By announcing former Doctor Who actor Tom, Tom Baker. Baker in a very, very sullen voice. <laughs> His voice him. Mm. Was, was you strutting <laughs> for at least two minutes? I didn't hear about it initially. For me, it was um, turning on the computer and Tom Baker's trending on Twitter. And I'm like, no! (laughs) But it was for a good reason. Yeah, I didn't actually see it, but the amount of Facebook tweets are like, are you trying to give me a heart attack, BBC (laughs) News? She she essentially went, the actor Tom Baker, who played Doctor Who in the 1970s and 1980s... (laughs) Was this about Sharda? It was about Sharda. And did you hear um, one of the ITV, I think it was, use the wrong footage. Yeah. Yeah, they used, they used the, 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 the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
he'd be happier than money because I take it they have to pay for paying for it. I yeah. think it was just ripped off YouTube, wasn't it? Somebody had. Uh, oh, what YouTube. a person to rip off! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ITV will be paying for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, they've done some live-action shooting with they, Tom. They, yeah, they oh, yeah. got they got why. him back <clears> in costume. costume. I think. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Did anyone else get like a little lump in their throat seeing him back in the console room in costume? <laughs> yeah. It did look so like cool. it was very good, obviously with the white hair, but he was beaming, wasn't he? He, he was, was so, he happy. Was so happy. Here I am. And he called us dears. Yeah. Oh, the fans yeah, I'm a deer. said the fans are dears. We are. He called everyone dears in dimensions in time, Dying though. Dear. Yeah. Yeah, he did, and then he figured out how much money he could make out of us. Mm. No, I think, he's, as he said, I um, there was a time when I was worshipped. It will never happen again, but I was worshipped once, and then it happened again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know my favourite um, anecdote about Tom Baker is from a personal point of view? What's your personal favourite anecdote? When we went to one of the Tenth Planet gigs in London, don't often queue up for autographs anymore because nah. we pretty much got them all, but I'd never never got his yeah. and I'd never met him so I queued up for his autograph and got to the front and you know like most of us lost the, the lost the power of speech <laughs> when, you mean like a few minutes ago yeah just like <laughs> then but more stylish <clears throat> and he said hello and I said hello <laughs> can you can I ask you a favour yes of course you can yes could you offer me a jelly baby hello I'm the doctor would you like a jelly baby <laughs> I don't think I even said thank you. You turned into I, a fourteen-year-old. I, I, I just went away and had to go to the toilet for a while. <laughs> go blind. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's about sex, isn't it? Well, huge I, I pieces of salami. Lucky. Sex. Tom, Tom might be Do you want there to say that on sentence Saturday? again because there was salami in it. I, I might get lucky. Tom might be there on Saturday. Ooh, you never know. Be. Probably that mean you be, get yeah. lucky? He might. I, I might yeah. get oh, to see right. him. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's famous for uh, sleeping with fans. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the seventies. <laughs> I have an addendum. What's well, your addendum? What's your addendum? Well, anybody it's here has seen it? Mm-hmm. The Good Place. It's on yes. Netflix. Yes, it's been awesome, renewed it? for season three. What? Excellent. Oh, what good. is the good place? It's Opposite a, from the bad place. It's a comedy about uh, four people who die. Sounds <laughs> oh, hilarious. Yeah. Is that yeah. called yeah. being human? And end up no. in the afterlife. Oh, right. mm-hmm. in the good place. Ah. And on and what channel okay. is this show? This is Netflix. on the Netflix channel, and mm-hmm. it's on it's on some American channel. I'm yeah. not sure which. So <laughs> Ted Danson. Yep, yep. Who and, is uh, outstandingly Kristen funny. Bell, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good, really funny, particularly season two. Yes. Not a lot. It gets very twisted in season yes. two. There's not a lot yes. we can say about it no. without spoiling without it. Without giving it away. Yeah. But the, but, uh, my, I think... The usual 22-minute comedy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the ones I've seen so far, I think my favourite episode is the trolley episode with the trolley car. Oh, OK, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, which is a great uh, philosophical... Philosophical um, debate conundrum, yeah, conundrum yeah. which yeah. they do for yeah. real life. If you're but in a train really... and you're about to hit yeah. somebody, and you can go to a different fork in the uh, the rails, hit one person rather than five. Should you do it? And but anyway, it's, that's, uh... it really is very very funny and very worth a look. But mm-hmm. we really can't say anything about it because it would spoil it awfully. Yeah. It would. It would. I have oh. an addendum. Target books. Oh yes. Ooh, Ooh, yes. Sorry, Target. Target <laughs> books. They are going to recommence a variation on the Target books, as in novelizations of the episodes from New Who. 
Ooh, right yep. from Rose. From Rose onwards. Yeah, 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 get the Doctor's wife. Well, I actually. get an autograph book. They're not going to let Neil Gaiman write that. They are doing them slightly random at the moment. Christmas Invasion. Day of the Doctor. Day of the Doctor. Yeah. Oh, it'd be interesting. Well, they're, they're the ones they're starting with. Yeah. It'll be uh, interesting. We've got some interesting writers too. Yeah, mm. yeah. Not not the people that wrote the books in some cases. The episodes. The episodes. The episodes sorry. Some of them are though. I think some RTD's are, doing one. RTD, Moffat, Moffat and Cornell. Is it Cornell's doing? Cornell's You've got one. to let Neil Gaiman do the Doctor's Wife. Well, yeah, yeah. got time. Well, and just yeah. uh, just reading because when they did the um, as we mentioned the uh, the do- after the after show for Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember the name. But they, you oh, had him, you had him reading excerpts of the script. Mm. Oh, Neil okay. Gaiman reading the confidential. Reading. Yeah. yeah, for the confidential, you yeah. had Neil Gaiman reading excerpts of the skip, script. And yeah, yeah, I, I want that script. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how he changed it if he did an adaptation of it without any limitations of uh, money or what have you. Also, a nice little segue. We have um, Radio Four is producing... Boys. Sorry, Anansi Boys. <laughs> mm. Which is a semi-prequel to um, uh, American Gods. Yeah, another Neil Gaiman. It's another Neil Gaiman, yes. They've done about one a year, haven't they, for Neil Gaiman at Christmas? More, more or less, yes. It's either Neil Gaiman or Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. Yeah. Dear listeners, we've been listening to an audio play, haven't we? Mm. Have. You know, that thing without pictures, Karen. A box mm. set. A bunch of them. Yes. All four of them, actually. Are you mocking me, Dunn? <laughs> We've been listening to Dark Eyes. Box set for music. Box set number one, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yes. With Molly, Ruth Bradley, no Norman Lamb, with Peter know? Egan and Toby Jones. Quite a cast. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I thought I recognised the voice. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was the uh, the Dream Lord. Yeah. yeah, so it picks up from the end of the, of Lucy, Lucy Miller. Lucy Bleeding Miller. Yeah. You keep yeah. hear, hearing her die. Yeah. Yeah. I keep yes. spoiling it. I haven't heard mm. it. <laughs> oh. She dies. <laughs> In the uh, the making of disc, they actually play back the uh, oh, final no. moments of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. See, this is the worry. This I is know. the worry with Christmas. Lucy Miller. Miller will die all over again. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, Briggs says on it, well, I assume everybody's listeners box set has heard all the previous ones. makes an arse out of you and me. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest disappointment about Dark Eyes. What's the biggest disappointment about Is Dark that Eyes? Ruth Bradley, who plays Molly, went and got really successful and couldn't be in it as much as uh, in the next one, the, the yeah. next one, and the last two as much as we would have liked because Molly is outstanding. How could she not be in it? Isn't it named after her? The, bo- yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Weird, isn't it? the doctor yes. does call her Dark Eyes, yeah. yeah. and mm. she punches him for it. So, First World War. Yes, yes yeah. a great battlefield. Yeah. Mm, First yes. one. Straight from the Dalek two-parter, we go into Dalek four-parter. <laughs> we do, essentially. Um, basically, middle of the First World War, I'm guessing around 1915, because the soldier, young soldier hadn't heard of tanks, and you have um, a VAD, a voluntary aid detachment person, not a nurse. Not a nurse. Definitely not a nurse. Don't call her a nurse. Called mm. Molly O'Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she's gone out to the war with her mistress, who's pretty much dead. Kitty, yeah. She, she mm, goes yeah. to pieces quite 
yeah. Yeah. Beyond, isn't well, she? she does fall apart. Yeah. Yeah. And they're out there to basically act as nurses, yeah. battlefield yeah. nurses. Offer succour. Offer what? Succour. Sucker. Is that a fake uh, <laughs> It's true. a Dalek. Succour. Record, isn't it? <laughs> and when she'd offered the succour, <laughs> she had a cigarette. <laughs> I think it's a very strong first opener, a very strong oh, episode totally. to open it. Very on. grim, yes. Yeah, yeah. We've got to capture something of the, uh, the battlefield. Yes. Yeah. Um, we've got Daleks and glowing gas. Yes, mm-hmm. glowing mist. Um, yes. The Doctor's sonic screwdriver is confiscated by a matron, <laughs> and everyone thinks it's a penny whistle because, yep. you know, it makes mm. a funny noise, like yeah. that one that Keith's phone just made in the yeah. middle of the podcast. <laughs> Where's the tardy box? <laughs> oh, yes, the tardy box. Mm, yes. Yeah. Um, Molly as it turns out, is more than meets the eye. Yes. <laughs> she is a, she is a value. Hence, she has a, an, an unusual eye shade. Yes, not her very, very dark eyes. Not yes. only that, but when her and the Doctor escape from a Dalek into the TARDIS, he's ready for her to do the whole it's bigger on the inside than the outside Stick. thing. And mm. she says... I've been here before. before. Dun, dun, Which dun, kind of flat really the doctor. knocked him yeah. off his feet, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> and she can fly the tire. Yeah, she, she can operate the controls. Yeah. And she doesn't seem to be aware she's doing it because he constantly tells her off yeah. about touching the controls yeah. and she hadn't been aware she was. As he's saying, she's standing there, your hands are twitching. Um, she's incapable of saying the word TARDIS. Yep. It's tardy a tardy months. box. She's also incapable of saying the word Daleks. It's Daleks. <laughs> She's Irish. Daleks. She's Irish. Yeah. So is Dara Breen, but he says Daleks. But he grew up with them. She's never heard of them before. This, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't even got tanks. Where's it? Galilei or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Paul McGann seemed... Well, all the big Finnish doctors seem to have the very best of luck with um, original companions. Oh yeah, because yeah. Molly's another cracker. They, they struck mm. gold with her. She was yeah. very, mm. she was, was very good. It's a shame she couldn't be in it more. Yeah, <laughs> this is the second time I've actually, well, probably more than the second time I've listened to this box set, and it's been about a year since I've listened to it before, and it's quite nice because I'd forgotten quite a bit about it. I, there's key bits of it I remembered, but there were also bits of it. That yeah, I thought, oh yes, it's okay to listen come to you and I do like the flow of it mm. the actual four stories there isn't a, a, a slagging or a, a slowdown in they're, they're all very nicely paced stories and they do lead to each other and, and give you guessing a little bit yeah uh, I have to disagree slightly yeah, with I this do. one uh, I don't think because this is the first of the box sets. It is. This yep. is the it's first the only one I've heard. Yeah, and I don't think they had the format quite fixed at the moment because it reminds me very much of an stretched four-part story. Mm, maybe the second part. Usually in in uh, the the TV show, part three was the padding episode. Mm. Yeah, there was very much in uh, part. Mm. Two in this was the padding episode. They didn't know what to, so we had a quick chase through time. Yeah, yeah. was well, that stuff of the research? The, re- yeah. the, the yeah. research just bizarre. It seemed to be the research, no the research pops up in Dark Eyes two mm. and three. I'm sure, but it just felt but for this, superfluous. Yeah, in yeah this for this, for this one, it did. Could I just point out, yes. just just yes. for the sake yes. of balance yes. here, yes. that when Babylon Five did that sort of thing, you two were creaming all over it, saying <laughs> how brilliant it was. This is essentially the same thing. They've introduced something that you're not going to know about until later. And I get I, the this was make the, you up as we go along. This was <laughs> the first time I'd heard this box set. Yeah. And 
I had no trouble with it at all. Yeah. I, I agree with Jean. Ah, oh, hell. Frequently, isn't it? I agree with Jean. I think it flowed wonderfully. No, I, I don't. I'm not objecting about the um, uh, research thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just saying that the uh, entire episode three was just a quick chase through time. We don't know what to do with them. Let's just pad this episode out entirely. Mm. Yeah, send them to some strange future where they're me in zero G or whatever it was. Yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed episode mm. three immensely when you had the illusion and the good Daleks. Oh I loved that. Oh, that, was lovely. Lovely. that, that was, was a wonderful twist. I enjoyed that but one of, one of them just suddenly went, come out yeah. please. Yeah. <laughs> See I, I loved all yeah, that, that because it was them getting to know each other. But, I had yeah, no and, problem with and, it. At and all. I thought it also showed that, that they were being pursued. Yeah. It it wasn't just an unhappy coincidence that wherever the doctor went, he landed in with the Daleks. There was an there was an active pursuance mm. of them. You and know, he these was dolphins working... were affected in advance, and mm. he was working out that the um, the common denominator was her. Yeah, yeah, mm. that's True. what I meant. That's one yeah. whole story. It's a three part, a four part yeah. story. In the later box sets. It's more of a series that you have sort of virtual standalone self-contained episodes that Mm. are linked rather than one whole story Mm. that is split over four episodes. It was more like the original series than, than the new series. Right. That's what I meant. They seem to have tweak in later box sets. They tweak it. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas yeah. these four were sort of a continuation. Yeah. They? Yeah. They were directly yeah. from each other. I still think McGann does wonderful tortured angst. Oh, <laughs> yes. oh, it's, it's angst all over with with oh. Charlie. And, uh, the bit where he kept, where no, he kept no, um, having Sorry, flashbacks Lucy. to Lucy, and Lucy. he just wanted yeah. to cuddle him. Yeah. <laughs> Slap him. Cuddle Get him. <laughs> Excuse me. Pull yourself together, Doctor. He's the best Doctor we didn't have for very long. He's wonderful, isn't he? He's so good. Um, Of course, then we've got the characters of Straxus, Straxus and... Cotris. Yeah. Who, um, I'm I'm very proud of myself. I figured them out stupidly early, (laughs) which kind of spoilt it for me. But had me also thinking, no, perhaps I'm wrong. But yeah. I wasn't wrong. Uh-huh. So yeah. at, one, at one point on the bus, when it when the reveal came, I went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the woman next to me went, what, dear? No, you just heard <laughs> about Straxus, didn't you? I wasn't mm. sure when I first heard it if, if Straxus is the, is the one that appears to be the good time lord, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure the if CIA he was agent. a future incarnation of the Doctor, because when they first turn up, it's like, oh, it's me. And there's this little bit of decop, little, mm. really short bit, and I'm like, is that a future incarnation or not? But I think it was just the way it well, was worded. I think most, with, with the Doctor, where the Doctor is concerned, most of his schoolboy chums, most of his contemporaries, are now in Gallifreyan positions of power. Yeah. Mm. And also, I know Time Lords recognise each other, yes. mm-hmm. but... Would do they recognise each other in whatever regeneration mm. they're in? Apparently not, because the Mark Doctor didn't re- recognise Missy. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is true. It, it, there seems to be sort of no firm ground it, there. It depends yeah. what the plot demands. It, yeah, it depends yeah. on what the plot demands yeah. and what the script writer remembers. Leave it vague. <laughs> the Mark is probably a special case, given that over the time you swap bodies and what have you so Missy might might now be full Gallifreyan again obviously the master at some point wasn't and, yeah Tremass yeah. wasn't a yeah. time lord and... I, I think we also support out Cotras's wonderful Irish accent 
Oh yeah! Well, oh yeah! When because he he kidnapped baby Molly. He did. He did yeah. I, I also question that. How the bloody hell does anyone remember what they did on their second birthday? <laughs> Only because she was under deep hypnosis in Doctor. This, this, this is very true. This yeah, is very sort of a mental true. link of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But he kidnapped baby Molly, yeah. and then yeah. he brought her home again yeah. with, as you said, storm. as you said, a. Glorious. Questionable <laughs> Irish accent. I, I'm, I'm sticking to glorious. Too bad. <laughs> I don't know. Toby Jones is obviously a bit of a class act. Yeah, oh God, yeah. Got him. Yeah. Frankly, well, I think it was only recently after the Dream Lord episode when uh, this November was... 2012 is released, so it must have been filmed early 2012. Yeah, or yeah. recorded in early 2012. Doesn't he? Late 2011. Ooze. Evil. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. There's just something about. Yeah, he kept calling her ripe, didn't he? Oh, yes. that, that was that was so disturbing. It creepy. With those, what was it? She was covered in because of retrogenitus. Ready to pop. Yeah, and there, there was just something completely creepy about him. It was it was magnificent. Yeah. He, he was definitely harvesting her, wasn't he? Oh yeah. <laughs> and I think for anyone that has, I mean, I I was a bit reticent to listen to Big Finishes initially because I've I always only really heard audios as audio books. books. Yeah. And these are not no. audio books. They are. Audio plays. You, Full on radio I mean, it plays. also helps that we know what Daleks look like, we know what the TARDIS looks mm. like, and that kind of stuff. But, but, well, look at Hitchhiker's Guide, obviously, it was a radio series originally. Yeah. We didn't know what anything looked like. Yeah, no, that's but, what but, even, for. but even for these, yeah, yeah. You know, as a Doctor Who fan, you, you don't need the description of the Dalek and the TARDIS. But the sound effects around it, yeah. you mm. do get the, the visual of the First World War, you get mm. the visuals yeah. of the planet. They are, if, if you've not listened to them before, they are really good plays. But one thing um it ended with um molly going because the timelines had been fiddled with yeah and she worked out that her mistress kitty who is she always she said right from the beginning was more like a sister than more than that frankly but okay (laughs) (laughs) and she leaves the doctor a note and heads off back to the battlefield to the to the chateau that they were staying in and this doctor doesn't seem overly fussed about some running to the rescue at the last minute. Mm. I've always thought... I mean, Lucy Miller's um, end game was amazing and, you know, it was brilliant and made me cry. But he stood there when they'd had their conversation over the, the radio and he stood there as her ship's about to blow up going... There she goes. <laughs> and he did the same thing with Molly. She's walking off into the First World War. She's going to get her tits shot off by some German. And all he's doing is standing there outside the TARDIS going, and there she goes. <laughs> get into your TARDI box and go and rescue her. And while you're at it, nip back in time and get Lucy off of well, that bloody ship before it crashes. There's some things about the web of time. You can't... Solve the web of time. <laughs> And on that note... (laughs) Right, Bint, you thought of it, you introduce it. (laughs) Courtesy of stealing this idea off of a Facebook page, (laughs) we've got a little game where you give a short but cryptic description of a Doctor Who episode and everyone else has to guess which Doctor Who episode it is. So it's like things in five words, but in more than five words and a bit funky. Yeah. Mm, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I shall give you my one, so to speak. One stormy night, everyone dies except the Doctor and his assistant. Ghostlight. Horror fang rock. Yes, yeah, horror, horror fang, fang rock. Fang. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam. Okay. Pertwee hangover of tinsel horror and a gormless scribe. <laughs> 
What was time the flight? No, no, Ooh. not time was it the flight. one with um, Mavellans in it? No, no, mm. no. Oh, it's time, time, time lash, time lash, tinsel, of course. Okay, Miss Palmer Tompkinson presents or her almost human friends. It's the Dalek one, uh, Mavellans one, isn't it? Uh, Nope. Oh. Miss Palmer Tomkinson presents her almost human friends. Delta and the Bannermen. <laughs> Is it a recent one or an old one? Old one. Is it evil of the Daleks? Nope. Is it just evil? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who that is. So. <laughs> no. Is it again? Yeah, it's not going to make me know who she is. Miss Palmer Tompkinson presents her almost human friends. I can only think of Tower Palmer yeah, Tompkinson, so but I, it yeah. still makes no sense to me. Give up. She's yeah. going to be smug. The androids yeah. of Tara. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> Jean, don't cry. <laughs> you said Tara. <laughs> I think she's violating the letter of the game. <laughs> You're violating what? what? By, by winning. <laughs> Scott. After she... all, that's where it all started. An no, no, unearthly no, no, no. child. Well done! We've got it! I would never have got that one. No. No. I would have said something like the five doctors. <laughs> you would have done it because you would have totally misunderstood the idea, wouldn't you? Anything. I misunderstand everything. Yeah. Crumbles. Numerous uses of bubble wrap, colour separation, and luminous fly larvae in the land of my fathers. The Ark in Space? The Green, green Death. Death. Yep. Ah. <laughs> ah, whales. I forgot whales. Isn't it? Ships race for crystals. Enlightenment. Enlightenment. Yes. And I have one last one. Go oh, on then. The Kidnapping can be sexy. Kidnapping <laughs> can be sexy. Ooh. Okay, um. Kidnapping. Uh, um. Kidnapping. Would that be the doctor's wife? It would be. Um, <laughs> I think a new earth or whatever it's called. Come to that. <laughs> Baddies all want to touch the aged companion. Oh, it's the girl who waited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Toxic puddles of goo and the death of an annoyance. Earth shot. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> the death of an annoyance. <laughs> That it? I think that's it. Mm-hmm. So, listeners, can you come up with any? We haven't thought of what to call this game. No, we need a catchy need, name. It's called Not Things in Five Words. <laughs> OK. <laughs> if you can think of a not thing in five words... Cryptic not thing in five words. Cryptic not things that Jean made us do in five words. <laughs> or less. You can send them to us Ooh. at show... At... Staggeringstories.net. That was a good game, Jean. Thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you, whichever Facebook site it was. I yeah, actually stole that, that from. That was a good game, Jean. Thank you for ripping it off for us. <laughs> Plagiarism. Some of us have been watching Dave. <laughs> Dave? Mm. Hello, Dave. We've been watching Red Dwarf 12. Well, 50% of us have been watching mm. Red Dwarf 12. Knock yourself out, guys. Okay. <laughs> so, episodes 4, 5, and 6 of yep. Final Half, Season 12. Mechocracy, Mcore, and Skipper. Any comments on that? <laughs> I don't Just know some... what to say. Well, Mechocracy <laughs> is the one uh, where they have an election on the ship. People remembering this. 
Talkie toaster turns up. Yeah. I know. No, oh, I've I seen an advert one, yeah. with the toaster. Mm-hmm. That's all I said. These must have been that, that good. This is how thrilling this <laughs> yeah, series has been. That is my point exactly. Yeah, well, then, you know, use it's... your words and make that point. Because <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, it must have been so good well, you this... can't remember it. I mean, <laughs> you've only got eight minutes to go. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I am sorry. The, 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 taking this whole season as a whole, there's only two bits in it that has made me smile one was the guitar duo with hitler right uh, yes. the other one was various funny too. Uh, various bits of the um dimension jump one the skipper okay the final one the rest is sort of just I'm, i am sitting here watching thinking would i be watching this if i have to don't have to comment on it <laughs> no i wouldn't you can just watch it as straight drama if you don't, don't find it funny. It's not it even straight drama. It doesn't. It's no longer funny. I think I, the, it doesn't have to I be funny. Have, when it's listed as a sci-fi comedy, you do tend to have to have it to Well, be the thing funny. about Red Dwarf nowadays is it's got a very good concept. Every episode's got a good concept of its heart. Mm. Yes, yes, it, has, it yes. may have good concept of its heart, but it doesn't follow through with it. I, I, I'm, it's, it's the fault is mine. I will admit, I have fallen out of love with this no, show. No, the fault is again, not yours. <laughs> there again, uh, I was watching one of the previous, uh, one of the earlier episodes that, that was that was on Dave um, yeah, afterwards. And to me, the same, yeah, the, the style of humour, the, the writing and such, I mean, they are very consistent. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. that's the problem. <laughs> it hasn't progressed. The stories, the characters have stagnated. They, they haven't added anything new to them they're not changing well there again in a sitcom (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes yes it is a sitcom Mm, and a sitcom has a finite life and this one should have ended 20 years ago (laughs) no i think it's still good i think i mean as good as ever been there are still some there are still very some laugh out loud moments in it yeah and i think the loudest cheer went out in skipper when rimmer walked past the screen and holly was there yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but again it's feasting and i know there is other shows that do this and i accept it with other shows but it's feasting off of past glories Mm -hmm. it is recycling and regurgitating itself i'm no longer finding this funny Mm -hmm. possibly but the old i mean there is the old adage if it ain't broke don't fix it yeah, but it's very also, popular still. Yeah. Uh, it's I, I, very I, good figures. I, 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 I'm not denying that. It just doesn't push my buttons anymore. I was going to say, Doctor Who feasts off its own past and regurgitates yeah. Yeah, it. I, that's I, the point I, of it. I yeah. acknowledge that. In, in, as yeah. I said, I know other shows are doing this. Come but on then, Adam. He, tell, tell me he why. doesn't like tell, it. Tell, me tell why. us why you do. It's, I find it funny, which is good. Uh, it's got great ideas, particularly like MCOR, where uh, mm, the, the ship yes. is taken over by a new corporation mm-hmm. and uh, Lister has been reprogrammed so he can't see anything which isn't created by that corporation uh, and he can't see the rest of the crew and all that stuff it's funny mm. very clever it almost it's almost uh, like Black Mirror in many ways the, the mm. concept of it is, is that the one where yeah, these the supplies are beamed onto the ship yeah exactly yeah. Oh, I, I mean the scene where Lister gets sprayed with an invisible can of beer yeah. you can see it coming a mile away but yet you still laugh at it yeah yeah, yeah. And from from the first half of the season, which I have seen, yep. I did think it was still quite funny, and it all f- still felt quite original to me. I, I, yeah. I, I, I used to like... I liked Red Wolf when it started. I kind of went off of it because I, I understand what you mean, if it ain't break, don't fix it, but I also share... I would Keith's, say yeah, they did fix it because it did get mm, bad. But I, I also share Keith's, Keith's yeah. feeling of yeah. sort of like, yeah, but I've seen this joke evolve it a little bit i personally like 
comedy where there's a bit of pathos to it because then I make that feels like the comedy's funnier. I I know you're going to disagree, but it really does feel like three old actors that aren't making a much of a living out of anything Four. else or Four. trying to still be like they were when they were 24, 25, 26. Not the characters, the actors. Last almost. of the summer wine in it, space. It is last of the summer wine in oh. space, but without the pathos. But, well, <laughs> Can yeah, you blame the actors for going back and playing these characters? Yeah, they love I'm sure you can look at Big Finish it's full of actors coming back playing the characters they did 40 years ago yeah Yeah, it's different with Big Finish though because you can't see them but but there again I mean okay sort of as you say sort of, you prefer your humour to have pathos but I mean sort of, a lot of people sort of prefer their humour sort of, I wouldn't say crass but more sort of slapstick yeah yeah, which is which is large part of the humour in Red Wolf I am but that's saying, why I don't watch it anymore I am it saying it's, to me. yeah it's I am not knocking well I am but I am not <laughs> knocking the show because it's bad I am knocking the show because I no longer find it interesting mm. Mm. <laughs> he grew up it's, it's like coming back and seeing um, coming back to your old schoolmates when you're 50 and they're mm. still living at home yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know, that is my problem I yeah. think that was the point though wasn't it when they brought it back this time they wanted to ground it back into the original series because it had developed yeah. past that with Kachansky and the Coronation Street yeah, yeah. Thing. Mm. and I mean they're, they're three three seasons in now since they revived well, it again this is four if you include Back to Earth. They did these two back to back, 11, 12 back to back. They did back to Earth. They did uh, the the one before that. And when when I speak to Red Dwarf fans watching the new ones, they really, really like them. There's the odd Mm. episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you always get get the odd mediocre one. I'm more than willing to admit this is just my own subjective point of view. Mm -hmm. Said, be more immature. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. I mean, the thing is, I mean, if you've got a winning formula, why change it? I think it works really well. They're still coming up with fresh, mm-hmm. interesting new ideas. They've still got the, the characters are good fun to be with. Mm. I oh, very much so. I mean, admittedly, sort of, you know, sort of, some of the humour can be rather crass, especially when Cat gets impregnated by... Um... <laughs> <laughs> what a thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and um, he's passing all manner of things in the birthing pool. He's you know, sort of gra- gra- gradually larger and larger. So, Oh, yeah, that was season. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah to, uh, sort of use an analogy, yeah. Yeah, and OK, yeah. They, they the second half of the season particularly they are referencing early Red Dwarf a lot. Mm-hmm. Think of the final two episodes mm, where yeah. you get to Holly back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the penultimate episode, the very final scene is great in that they're reenacting. I think the very first scene. So they're putting a bit mm, of fan service right, in yeah. there. Yeah, as well. yeah, they are. See, yeah. I and don't, it works. See, I don't object to that. And I think if you're if you're a fan of a program, that really works well. Because for me, that's what they did to the last season of Doctor Who, and I absolutely <laughs> loved it. Mm. There were so many fan references yeah. in there, like Alpha Centauri. And I think if for the fans of a show that. That really does work, yeah. that referencing back to a, a thing. If you don't know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, if you don't know, it doesn't matter. I think for me, it was one of those programmes I, I kind of kind of half liked, and I don't know if I just it just didn't catch me or what have you. But it's, you know, I don't know how much longer it's got, really, though. But then it's it going on mm-hmm. to tour. We've yeah. got another yeah. season coming up. It's going another on season. tour. Yes. It's yeah. doing great. Mm-hmm. It's doing great. Because I've never been a fan of series one and two. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I, no, yeah, I, I quite like it. But I, I, it, I would prefer to watch it these didn't really. Hit, it didn't really hit the ground until about the third season. Yeah, for me, so. that mm-hmm. were 
one, the only time I it became must watch mm, for me yeah. was season three. Season mm-hmm. three, yeah. yeah. That's it when, feels more that's like that's when that it clicked. Mm. It does have an excellent theme tune, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. You can't stop Which singing. Which you didn't have in season one. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> the mixed opinion. It was out on DVD and Blu-ray around about now, I think. So mm, yeah. Yeah. if you haven't seen it, Go uh, maybe pick it up. Mm. Watching some more television, this time on the Netflix. You'd think we'd have a life, really, wouldn't you? No, it's a bit late, it's a bit late <laughs> for that nonsense. Yeah. This time we've been watching the last three episodes of the first part <laughs> of Star Trek Discovery. STD. STD. Pause for music. Episodes are there in the second? So there part. are nine in the first chunk, and there are six in <laughs> We've the gone uh, second. Things bunch. six bunches to chunks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 mid-season, mid-season chunk, and there's, and a, so there's only, in all. So there's only six in the second part. Yeah, mm. this, this is it a bit more even. <laughs> this is a winter mid mid-season break, by the looks of it. Yeah, a lot of series doing this in America. Uh, so, like uh, Good Place is yeah. currently on high yeah. so. Like they tried with Doctor Who, and we all went. No, that really. Was six months, no, it was unnecessarily long, wasn't it? But anyway, <laughs> so we got episodes seven, eight, and nine. Remind us what they were yeah. called. Seven was magic to make the sanest man go mad. Uh, oh, that yes. was a very good one. Eight is if you want peace, prepare for war in mm-hmm. Latin. I don't Why know. would you want war in Latin? <laughs> we wouldn't be able to understand each other. Power, all, all, the, all the olives. All the olives. Yeah. yeah. Olives. Think of all the olives you could eat. <laughs> You think you'd have time to eat olives during time of war? <laughs> you don't know what war is, do you? You'll be able to eat olives anywhere. I've seen you. Mm. Anyway, and the, <laughs> and the, the final one of that group is Into oh, the Forest I Go. Yes, <laughs> Into the Forest They Go. I, go. I, I go. thought this sounded like a really friendly sounding episode. <laughs> it wasn't. It really wasn't. No, wasn't. No, no. So the first one then is Harry Mudd. Yeah, Mudd's return. Mm. Oh yes, this Could is the the time travel, timey wimey one. Could I just quickly say that um, nine episodes in, mm-hmm. this is still an absolutely fantastic series. Oh god, yeah, mm. yeah. Harry Mudd though is a total tosser. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he always was a little bit dodgy. Now he's even more dodgy. Yeah, than dodgy. Mm. Time traveller. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This was one of those. It's Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah, but it's from the point of view not of the trap. Yeah, which you're, is yeah, you're, 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 it's the point of view of the people caught in the loop rather than the one who knows what's going on. Yeah, this um, presented for me the same problem as the um, Groundhog Day episode in Stargate presented. Yes. is that after a while people started accepting what they were being told far too quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, wouldn't, they wouldn't have ever. I hit the microphone. Don't kill me, please. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you that. It's considering considering they wouldn't have heard it before because you know time. Well, well, you, you, they, they, they do try to explain that yeah. in that uh, one of the characters does remember clearly. Yes, and every time around the loop, he's getting more adept at telling explains. You, also, and, it, and it, also, sorry. Also, you had that bit just before the end of the loop, tell me something you would never tell anyone else. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say. He kind of almost got yeah, little exactly. passes yeah. off. And look, if I tell you this, you're going to believe what I say, because how else would I know? Yeah, yeah but if I came up to you tomorrow and told you something that you didn't think I knew, would you automatically assume I was a time traveller? It depends on what it was. <laughs> yeah, and depends on the, the explanation. The thing about the mole. <laughs> 
Yeah. It depends who was telling me. <laughs> it, it depends on the explanation. But anyway. But it's also called, we need to get the plot moving, yeah. so we have to let them... Yeah. That yeah. could be the name for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this one was interesting. Though. It, it, was a, it was a little bit of a nice variation because the characters almost evolved within their loops. Because, you yeah. know, oh, he fancies you. He fa- and it, it sort of like got quicker and quicker onto yeah. the kiss and... What yeah. have you? Yeah. You didn't have a pure yeah. recapping. But, and, and go to talk to him. He's in a band. But Harry <laughs> Mudds, um, I mean, I know what we said about him being a bit of a dick, even in the original Trek. Yeah. But I didn't think he was the sort of dick who would happily kill people. Yeah, he did that quite a lot, didn't he? Yeah. He killing everyone. But, but he did know that yeah, he would reset. Yeah. Yeah, but what if he'd got to the end and he'd killed people and that was the last loop as it were I think you get used to it don't you killing <laughs> people yeah. oh, sorry. Well, when we first meet him he wasn't to a bash about making sure other people take his punishment this is oh, very no, true no. Yeah. so I and think in this one Harry Mudd is a total and utter person and, of unmarried parentage if you go back to the original series the original Harry Mudd mm. first time we met him he was supposedly selling wives uh, sending wives for settlers yeah, yeah, so he's a but, human but, but he had that drug that made the women be more feminine. Yeah, so he was how a date you, rape human trafficker. Well, uh, so how do you know in a couple of years' time he would have come back to resell them the drug at exorbitant prices? Yeah, he is a nasty piece of work. It's just, mm. you know, it just seemed a bit much even for him. How far in advance of Star Trek? Ten years. Ten years. Oh, so Ten it's years. possible that it's the same... Oh yeah, it's because I'm sitting there thinking, how old is he going to be? How long? Because I hadn't quite figured out how the, how the yeah. time was between. The I, I would say here he's probably late thirties, early forties. Mm. You've got well, ten like, years on that. Like we said, they did. A, I think they did a really good job of casting because, mm. oh, yeah. and especially yeah. with his um, facial hair, because if you take the beard off, that moustache looks That's, exactly yeah, yeah. Is very... from the original series. Mm. <laughs> I do like his final final end, so to speak. Stella, Stella, Stella. The way that, that he's been talking about her, saying love of his life and everything, and then they they just say, "What about Stella?" He's like, "Who?" <laughs> and the fact oh, that yeah, she Stella. will never let him out of her sight. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun episode. Although I think ultimately didn't play anything any major part in the overall no. arc. No. Well, you got Burnham together with um, what's his face, Tyler. Tyler, and yeah. there's also yeah. there's also this thing that's going on with what's it, Stannis, the engineer, mm. Stamets, the one, the only one who noticed what was happening. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's convenient that he knew. I'm not sure it would have mattered if he, if no. he didn't have an episode. It wouldn't matter that I've he didn't got, have that ability. I've got to disagree. Some, I've I got think disagree. this is something to do with those his, particles. Yes. That he's oh, it is. In but, to yeah. do with his... but it's just convenient for the plot that he had that ability. It, it wouldn't yeah. matter if he didn't. It was convenient for the plot, yes. Yeah. But I think that taps into the overall yeah. arc of something more. Yeah. I think if yeah. you think of stories having a fluff episode, this is the fluff yeah, episode. It's, episode. It's, it's a nice episode. It's an enjoyable It, it doesn't necessarily move the main plot any further on. No. Mm-hmm. It gives a little bit more in-depth to characters, but if you miss this one, you wouldn't sit going, no. who, what, why, no. how, when did that happen? It, it's not that kind of a mover in terms of the overall story yeah. run. Next one then, the, uh, the Latin-named one, if you want peace, prepare for war. They head off to a planet which has got some beacon or something, isn't yes. it? Which uh, allows them to communicate. No, it uh, 
detect cloaked ships. That that right? Potentially, that's potentially right. yeah. detect yeah. cloaked ships. Yeah. yeah, so the Klingons obviously want to destroy that. Yeah. yeah. Federation want to protect it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked I liked the uh, the CGI that they did on this with all the blue leaves, the blue landscape. Oh, okay. Very very yeah, metabolus. Metabolus. Sorry, metabolus. Metabolus. Damn you. Pedants. None of your metabolus nonsense. <laughs> and this is the one where the first officer goes a bit. Yeah, gets possessed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In true Star Trek fashion. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> I, I was slightly confused by the aliens, the the, the planetary aliens. I don't yeah. know what you're going to call because they looked a hell of a lot, lot, lot like the spore drives. Yes. Oh, okay. That's true. Yeah, like, you that, know. Yeah, I remember thinking very that. etheric. Yeah. Yes, mm. <laughs> it's all very blue particle things, yeah. and the spore drive is very blue particle things. Yeah, but they're also very naive, aren't they? Oh, because of what God, they do yes. at the end to actually yeah. draw. Oh. Well, we'll let, we'll let you all make peace. We'll bring you yeah. all into one place at one time so you can make ple- peace. Yeah, <laughs> it's the most classic Star Trek they've done, I think. Yeah, they, they were very much mm. watered-down Organians. Yeah, yeah, this could have been straight out of original Trek. Yeah, mm. yeah. Or Next Gen or whatever, yeah. It, I know it's a two-parter, essentially, but this part, there is nothing really standout. It just sort of sets no. up for the next episode. Yeah, the cliffhanger's quite good, isn't yeah. it? Oh, the, yeah. The way they've... Sh- the, the direction on the actual cliffhanger where the camera's swinging around and sh- it sort of shows the, the whole invasion force, Klingons, obviously, yeah. from the uh, from a, a completely oblique angle, like you're not mm. used to it, and then pans around, swings out, and then you, you see, see the whole scale of it. Yeah. Tiny little discovery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going, yeah. It's like a little matchbox car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I suppose it is there to showcase Saru a bit. Yeah. yeah. He's been a bit sidelined since the first couple of episodes. Mm. This yeah. is what I liked about it. It was like in original Trek, you'd have a Scotty episode, a yeah. McCoy episode. Mm. And this was, this was his. Yeah. 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 And he can run really fast. He can really fast. <laughs> and also crushing the communicators. Oh God. Yeah. 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 That's what, yeah. yeah. Was he CGI in some the running scene? I think he was CGI'd a bit on the running scene Even because because if you if you look the actors way. actually actor the actors on sort of small stilts yeah and yeah. he's up on his ballers of his feet all the time so trying to run like that must yeah. be yeah because mm. you, you see him in the back of shots just running just up running a hill don't you? Yeah. running the past yeah. 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 yeah yeah and then into the forest I go the uh, the finale of this. And this was a bit dark, Lost wasn't it? Mm. So it's just Michael's um, love interest suddenly... Is this the one where he reveals He has that, PSTD. And, yeah, because yes. he, he's had to do PSTD. stuff he's not proud of and sleep mm. with a Klingon when he mm. was a prisoner. And be tortured and... and... Yeah. So and he goes just, to pieces, doesn't he? He does. And this is the thing. This is... Is this still a very clever trick or were we right and he is actually a Klingon spy. Are you, yeah. are you not the only one then that's not oh, no, sure we, if you we, trust him or not? You weren't here for I wasn't the last here, yeah. 45... Yeah. on account of the abduction. I don't trust him. Most of the shots are very carefully done. Yeah, flashbacks. It can go either way. Yeah, at the moment, the time you do see him, you don't know if it's just in his mind, his Mm -hmm. body image, or yeah, yeah, a lot of it you couldn't see him at all. Well, also, as we've seen from these new new Klingons, he's going to have to have had a lot of scraping down and bone removal. And is, is mm. that what they were doing? They yeah. weren't torturing him, they were Yeah, yeah that's very, him. fairly, fairly <laughs> traumatic <laughs> to begin with. Yeah, yeah. we have got the Klingon with the pale skin as well. We mm. do, the that's albino, right. or albino, mm. or whatever. Yeah. This one was also quite a challenging one for Stamets, for yes. our jumper. 
yeah, the, the engineer. 33 jumps. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, the captain sort of that. like tricking him at the very end. Yeah. yeah this captain is not very um staff safety conscious. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. He's, he's not very um Federation minded, he, really. He, he's no. very much of a get, this is how we get the job done. Because mm, I was worried yeah. that he, the um, engineer wasn't going to make it to the end of the episode. No, because he, he starts faltering like quite early on, mm, doesn't he? Yeah. It's like, and then they're like, right, we're at 60. And, yeah. <laughs> Like, oh I'm not God. sure he's going to make it much further into the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> the state he was at the end of it. Well, obviously we don't know where they are at the end of the episode. No. Yeah. How can you plot a course when you don't know where you they are? They could and be they, in the future. Yeah. The, are they even in this mm. dimension anymore? Mm. Don't know. Yeah. Are we going over to the mirror dimension? Might be. Ooh, yeah. Might be. Yeah. Upside down. Upside <gasps> <laughs> down. Yeah. Everyone gets to wear funny beards again. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure it will suit Burnham, but you know. <laughs> but do we believe the captain, Captain Lorca, deliberately screwed up the coordinates so that Stamets wouldn't leave the ship? Yes. Oh yes. Oh, I would. Okay. <laughs> yes. I hadn't, but I do him, now. He's, he's got no spore drive. Yeah. yeah. There is nobody else to take over. So he's got yeah. no discovery, essentially. Yeah. Harry Mudd found those really nasty, horrible little blue balls that disintegrated people in the captain's cabin. Yeah. He oh, didn't yeah. bring them himself. Yeah. This guy is not exactly sweetness and light. Oh, okay. <laughs> when, he, when he heard the, um, the Admiral was still alive. Yes. Yeah. It's oh, not, yeah. Len, men, let us sally forth and rescue her at once. No, there was none <laughs> of Just that. Just a bit of panic on his face. Yeah. 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 Thought she'd be dead. Yeah, as did I. She'd be dead. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm I'm still enjoying. I'm st- I'm still enjoying the fact that this is different enough from previous Star Treks. In yeah. that it's not just about the captain, the first officer, and the bridge crew, so to speak. But it still has that same feel to it that the Star Treks do. It is definitely of that universe. It's just nice to have a slightly... I, I know she's almost like a first officer now, but it's nice to have a yeah. slightly <laughs> different view of it. But it's also um, Kirk, Spock, McCoy, etc., etc., were sweetness and lights. And these guys aren't. They're messed up. Mm. Yeah. Every single one of them, from the captain downwards, even Burnham, they're all messed up and you just don't know how they're going to react from one situation to the next. Mm. Yeah. It's like the tortured mm. version of stuff. Very much <laughs> it is. So. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, at some point, Discovery's got to be destroyed because, you know... Or lost. That's, or lost, because that <laughs> technology wasn't around when Kirk and co. were. So, um... Do we know if it's been picked up for a second it series? Yep, yeah, we do. Mm. It has been. Cool. So, presumably Discovery will survive. Maybe nobody else does. <laughs> I mean, we don't know what's going to happen at the moment with Stemets and the whole spore drive thing. It, it, yeah. it may be that they have no option other than to junk it, so to speak. I expect so. By the end, I expect by the end of the season it'll be gone, mm. one yeah, way or another. Had, yeah, yeah. It will have to be. No, but it, it depends is... how long the war's going to continue. I mean, they've, mm. they've lost the lead Klingon ship from which they're getting all the cloak technology from. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving it. I mean, yeah. Oh, God, it's yeah. such an yeah. original take on Star Trek. It's uh, really yeah. At the moment, for me, it's a must-watch. Yeah. It's uh, At the moment, it's every Monday lunch hour, 
I'm on Netflix. Not at the moment, isn't it? Well, <laughs> it's, it's, it's every, every you Monday lunch. You were disappointed lunch. today, were yeah, you? Yeah, I was very disappointed. <laughs> every Monday lunch hour, I'm sitting down to watch an episode of Star Trek. And in mm. some extent, I actually quite like the fact that this one, not everyone is perfect. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. most of the other Star Treks, everyone has been perfectly balanced mm. mentally, perfectly built physically, perfect in every single way. And the only time they ever go slightly fruit loops is with an alien intervention. <laughs> yeah. You've got a slightly autistic, very, very shy girl in it. You've got people that are We've totally off their rockers captain. before they start. You've actually got characters that have got flaws in them, so yeah. to yeah. speak, feel more rather like than everyone being now, perfect. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. We'll see where it goes. When's the second... Is it January? January 9th, I think it's back, so 10th no, here probably. Yeah, not yeah. too bad. We'd love to hear what you think about all this nonsense, so yes. please write to us at show at staggering stories dot net. Dear listeners, you've been writing to us. Thank you. Yes, thank, you. Thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Wait. Thank you. It's that thing again. <gasps> Not, not you, Adam. Above you and beyond you. <laughs> he is smiling benignly at us. It's yes. like that Knowing Me, Knowing You video, isn't it? Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three. Hello, Pertwee. Hello, whatever Terence. that is pretending to That's be my the coat. ashes of cardboard Amy. Your Hello, Moomin in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Terence. Terence. Oh, Terence, say Terrence. hi to Mummy. Mummy, Terence says hi. <laughs> Hello, Wataka. And various other sundries. Yes. Sundries. Obscenely positioned things. Right, who wants to kick it off? You've been writing to us again. Thanks. Thank you. And we've heard from Pinky. Hello, Pinky. Pinky, Pinky. Pinky says... Hello, gang. Hello, Terence, Moomin, Wataka, Amy, and any other I've missed out, except for the head of Pertwee. He's just creepy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm feeling a lot better, thanks. Good, good. Still clearing the dregs of snot and phlegm, but I'm almost back to my routine. Oh, she's put a picture up. She has. That's quite unnecessary, really. I've now seen... All of Stranger Things, so you didn't spoil it. <laughs> oh, good, good. good. Not, that I, not that I'd have carried on listening had I not. <laughs> not that I'd have carried on listening. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that made sense. Okay, sorry. Yes. I had the same feeling about Bob being too good and expecting him to go report on stuff. Mm. And maybe he was, but just got sucked into the weird-ass events and life. <laughs> maybe. I agree with whoever said it that the Upside Down probably used to be a mirror dimension, me. which has been decimated by the infection of the Demigorgon and friends. <laughs> I'd like to see what it used to be like. Assuming that's true. Sounds like a chat show, Demigorgon and and Friends. friends. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't sure they were going to pull the whole thing off with this series, but they did. I want more of eight and any others. More Mm. of eleven and Hopper. That tantrum was fantastic. (laughs) And just more Stranger Things. Yes. I can't remember if I previously mentioned that I have seen the new Blade Runner. Yes. Have I? Don't know. Don't want to give the same feedback again. (laughs) Okay. Just over a month until Doctor Who. (laughs) <laughs> and therefore just over two months until my birthday Squeak! <laughs> hopefully I'll have recovered from the regeneration by then yeah. Yeah. you're going to regenerate yeah. Yeah. it's a good trick if you can do it yeah. Yeah. 
I hope everyone has been listening to watching Doctor Who's Line Is It Anyway. The most recent episode, Girl in the Fireplace, has some very special cameos. Oh, okay. I wonder who it could be. I bet it's worth listening to. Off to order a ton of tissues to mop up the tears at Christmas. Aww. And snot. Be yeah. seeing you, Pinky. <laughs> Pinky, dude, that kind of ended on a downer. <laughs> we will be crying sad. at Christmas. It's only Keith's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> that that was a joke, husband. <laughs> Quite frankly, we have we'd, we'd be dead if Keith didn't cook because I can't. <laughs> we have one here from Naya. Hello, Hello Naya. Insert fanfare here. <laughs> She says, Hello, Staggerers. I'm finally catching up on episodes. I've been about three behind, but I'm catching up mornings of Chicago TARDIS because I'm fandom's token morning person. Oh. And oh, that's the way she Chicago got in the little Tardis. thing that she'd been to Chicago TARDIS. Chicago TARDIS. <laughs> and have to wait for the rest of everyone to wake up and start the con. <laughs> so I've been listening while I make breakfast in my contraband rice cooker. Ooh. What's contraband rice? What's contraband rice? Anyway, to belatedly answer the question as to whether British actors putting oh, yes. on American accents sound good, well, it depends on the actor. I know we're nasal in comparison to you, but we don't all sound like we have head colds. <laughs> Nor do we hold the letter R, R. at the end of words for half an hour. <laughs> Not Are all you t- sure? <laughs> that just sounds country bumpkin. <laughs> not all T's become D's either. We may say water, but not 13 for 13. Actors who can pass as American. Hugh Laurie. Yep. Bob yes. Hoskins. Yes. There are more, but these two come immediately to mind. Actors who are getting there but can't pass yet. David Tennant. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. <laughs> They're both working on it, but have that touch of head cold st- sound still. Yeah. <laughs> They've come a long way from their first recorded efforts, though. <laughs> Actors who can't at all. Nicola Bryan. Nicola Bryan. <laughs> 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 and just about everyone hired by Big Finish before release 120-ish. <laughs> I come from the same area Perry grew up. She does not sound like me. She really doesn't. No, no not really. Maya no. <laughs> no. sounds, you know, normal. Perhaps Perry was educated in Britain or something. Madly. No. I think yeah. Perry is to the American accent what Dick Van Dyke was to Ooh. the No, that's yeah. a bit harsh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's probably justifiable. <laughs> but it's funny, when Planet Fire and that was broadcast, yeah. I just assumed she was an American. Yeah. Yeah. You know couldn't tell the difference. I'd never met one. <laughs> now you've been there. I have been around, and I've met one. Have you really? Well, I've met like? that one that wrote. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I also think I have to concur with the comment about the earlier big finishes. The the American mm, accents yeah. there are variable, a bit ropey. Mm. Mm-hmm. Perhaps not American is more accurate. Uh, <laughs> you'd have at least one American in it in an early one. Yeah. with yeah. a terrible Jersey. accent. Yeah. Okay, we've Long got to do Mar- this. I want every single one of you to give. Your example, your impression of an American accent. I, no. I, I need oh, no. you to say hello and welcome to Staggering Stories. Um, oh, blimey. Hello and welcome to Staggering Stories. <laughs> 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 I can't do that. Just be, be, be Perry. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Staggering Stories. Donnie Park. Go on. What, me? Yes, you. Accent? Yes. No, I can't oh, Give it a go, go on, it'll be funny. No, no, it's probably oh. come out like Pakistani, so no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Every accent cr- he does. Go on, Crumbly. 
Hello, y'all, and welcome to Staggering Stories. Okay. <laughs> Come on. We're going to get lynched for this. Come on, you can do it. Let's go. Welcome to yeah. Staggering Stories. <laughs> Sounds like an American track. <laughs> yeah, was, that was very... Terrible. Well, yeah. So, Naya, if you could tell us which one of those was most like an American accent Ooh. and which part of the or, country or you the least, they came or, from. Yeah, or the least unlike an American <laughs> accent. But we, we learned very easily to say Merrill. Merlin. Mer- Merlin. 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 And y'all. We have had a letter from Andrew Scott. Oh, hello, Andrew. Andrew, Andrew Scott. Scott. Yes, Andrew Scott. Dear all, there has been in the current news vacuum a lot of comments about the new Doctor's costume. So in keeping with the trend, can I just chip in the thought that a lot of the old confidentials showed us that filming often happened in cold conditions? Mm-hmm. The new costume looks a bit chilly to me. Yep. Secondly, the fact that it is trendy means that it may become as quickly dated as the term trendy. <laughs> Yeah. Like, the do- like the doctor's costumes aren't dated. dated yeah, yeah. yeah. Colin Baker's, what are you talking about? Uh, well, naturally, there's an exception. <laughs> I mean, the eighth doctor's was perfect. Um, the children in need scenes was good. Yes. But as much as I find Mr. Gattis, Gattis, Gattis mostly harmless, it has become a bit like how can we fit Mark into this one? And I think he's now had four different appearances in New Who, including voicing Danny Boy. So please, no! But he's wonderful. I think that's probably the end of it for him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You whack a moustache on him and his whole face has changed. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I haven't seen the the, uh, the previews. Uh, he hasn't got a moustache at that, all. That, There's no moustache. No, no, no. no the, the, Can't the, tell. the children's in need one was quite quite funny, I thought that. Thor Ragnarok. Just pure fun. Yeah. Yay. Oddly, I found Odin's quiet parts gave a contrast in pace <laughs> from the mad... F- frantic scramble and accentuated the overall feel rather than detracted from it. My only quibble would be that I'm getting really tired of post-credit scenes. No, it's, they're part of the fun. It's only Marvel that does them. Yeah. We can feel all no. smug when people yeah. leave. DC doesn't too. No, scenes during end credits and frankly end credits. Because you have the two of them, don't you? Mm-hmm. I watched Five the... for Guardians of Galaxy Volume 2. Was, yeah. Yeah. I watched the 1970s Murder on the Orient Express at the weekend. I read, yeah. The main credits enough. were the front end, yeah. and the end ones were about a couple of minutes long. So why so long now? Because they put half the world and its wife in there. <laughs> and if you put the end credits from today's film at the front, people get bored and walk away. Yeah, yeah. Take ten minutes to... Well, no help for it. I'm going to see Justice League. So uh... I've been awake since four o'clock this morning <laughs> it can't be as disappointing as bvss dawn of justice can it not quite but it's not far off okay <laughs> i've um, yet to hear one positive thing about it it's not good oh, yeah even even the um amazon it's not, not terrible but it's not good <laughs> i'm still working on the punctuation karen and while there's life all the best, Andrew Scott. <laughs> did I, did I criticise his punctuation? You may have had Probably. something to say. Was he the person? Oh. He doesn't use commas, which is a bit while I was having problems there. Don't tell him that. <laughs> yeah. he, we want people to write to us. We don't want to criticise <laughs> their punctuation, even if it is non-existent and a five-year-old could do better. Miss, Miss criticise their spelling and punctuation over there. You kind of squashed the joke there, Jim. And, and enunciation. <laughs> I know. We heard from Catherine the Dragon Maker. Yay! Oh, Catherine! Catherine. Catherine. 
Prince, Mummy's on the phone. <laughs> Hello, Sorry. Staggerers. Hello, Catherine. Hello, Hello Pertwee. Hello, Ooh. Catherine. Hello, Terence. Hello, Catherine. And a slightly less enthusiastic greeting to the rest, as I don't really know them. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> the things on the shelf. Oh, so you Come know on. us? You slept in my maybe. bed. No, no, maybe, maybe. no. <laughs> Sorry, was I there? No. Spare room. Oh, okay. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> threatening my dragon Ooh. is that what things have come to? Uh-oh. Do you really think that's why? Oh, did, did we threaten her dragon? You may have. Don't me. Make yeah, me come do. over there. Waggles finger threateningly at. Karen. No, so if. We threaten, Terence, I'm going to pull your wings off. That means she has to come over here. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. We're going to chop him up, Catherine. Into We're going to make him into bits. dragon pate. And stew. <laughs> Unless you come over here and rescue him. Or he's fed to the moomin. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Thank you, Pinky, for standing up for Terence. <laughs> Traitor. We made her into pate as well. <laughs> I'm so glad someone did, as I didn't get a chance to listen to episode 274 until after 275. When you people threatened to put my dragon in the freezer. Oh, was that was it! <laughs> I remember now! Just in case you feigned after remembering. <laughs> Life has been really busy lately. Life it shouldn't been have goodish. been once Remfest was over and I was home again. But no, I barely recovered from all that when I got back on the road, travelled up to the great state of New York. New York. New York, mm. we can say that one. Yeah, mm. to help my the parents move. Town. This was not fun. Oh, oh she's, she's going to tell us about it. Sorry, guys. About to <laughs> but they Stop. are. They can hear you when you <laughs> say things. But they are settled in their new apartment. That's good. And I'm back home once more. An apartment's like a flat. It's, it, it is, like isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's like an open plan flat, isn't it? it? Is. Yeah. But it's spelt differently. Lots more letters. <laughs> and she's caught up on staggering stories. Yeah. Doctor Who stuffs. Stuffs. Ah, excellent. I'm still undecided about Doctor Who's new costume. Mm. But it's growing on me. Possibly like a fungus. We'll mm. see. <laughs> <laughs> Next, Big Finish has been running some sales lately. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've made some purchases. Oh, good. Ooh. Among other things, I've finally gotten to listen to the first two seasons of the fourth Doctor Adventures. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm really enjoying them. But I have to express the probably unpopular opinion <gasps> that the sainted Mary Tam is not quite as good with the audio scenes as some other actors. I'd like mm. to be all offended, but I haven't listened to them. No, mm. I have. I think she was definitely passable. But then yeah. she only had one season on telly and she only had one season on, on the audio. Mm. Yeah. yeah. She won't be she back can't. anytime soon. No. Oh, that's it. That was, that was, that was. No, no, it's okay because she says, she says she, she still enjoyed her season. Yeah. Oh, good. Happy ending. I'd like to put Terence down. (laughs) This might arrive late, but I'm typing it one, one year to the day that I was sitting with you. Yes. Microphone in face. Recording a podcast for the first time. Your baffled little face. (laughs) (laughs) Clinging onto a dragon. What a wonderful time. Thank you again for being such wonderful hosts and showing me the fine sights of Crawley. (laughs) 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 That's about it from me, I think. Miss y'all, and I'll try and write more often and on Catherine. Thank Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Catherine. We miss you too. And if it means rending your dragon limb from limb, we will 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 welcome you. Is it about two years since we met Catherine? It's about two years. Yeah, because we we were in New York about this. Chicago. Chicago Chicago. 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 Tardis. Yeah. 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 Which was this weekend just gone? Yeah, it was. was. Thanks, guys. Wow. (laughs) Yep. 
And so, dear listeners, this brings us to the end of another podcast. Whatever it is. <laughs> but never fear, in the next one... Don't say it. <laughs> there'll be more of the same. More Please, Keith, no. Old and new. <laughs> no, just old. And you know, I got the phrase fun, frivolity and jollity into a oh, headline. No, yes. 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 Yep. 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 Nice. Congratulations. Yeah, high five that. Yeah. Oh. that was a pathetic high five. Ow. <laughs> Sorry, did I make up for it? Yes, more fun, morality, and jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new. So until that. T for Terence. Tantalising. Trashy. Tremulous. Torturous. Titillating. It's all about Transmogrifying. <laughs> oh. Totalitarian. Oh, that's a big word. <laughs> Traumatising. Tremulous. What? Tremulous. <laughs> Transfixing. Say tangerine. <laughs> tangerine of torment. Comes thundering towards us. There's not so much fun with an H in it as well. Can you say it in an Irish accent? Comes thundering towards thundering. us. <laughs> this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Goodbye. Farewell. Goodbye. Au revoir. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast series one number two seven seven, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Frank Keith, Gene Riddler, The Real Kate Dunn, and Scott Fuller. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and do not necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this is a fake Keith production for www.staggeringstories.net. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves will now be known as Snow Melanin Impoverished and the... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, say that again. (laughs) Snow Melanin Impoverished. No, I'm still picturing a honeydew melon. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor! You sod off, you London bastard! You you didn't get in there quick enough! He didn't give me his thingy! And we'll be interviewing such Peter, such Peters, such Peters, such Peters, such Peters, such Peters, Peter Moffat, and more. <laughs> Joe Wiley is to host the two-hour radio program. <laughs> oh no, this is not good. <laughs> Karen's got the giggles. No, I haven't. Got I haven't. Stop. I'm serious now. <laughs> Joe Wiley is a cow. <laughs> it's going to be oh, one of those evenings, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Lots so of outtakes. With silence. Right. Hmm. <clears throat> Any addendums? Oh, well, you said you had a couple, so I may have a couple. It depends on what my addendums are oh, to your addendum. I know an addendum. What's your oh, addendum? Okay. Delia Derbyshire has been given an award. Oh, Sadly, yeah. she's dead, so I won't be taking it herself. Posthumously. <laughs> Posthumously. <laughs> yeah. Probably about music. Probably. Probably. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it was for her pioneering work in digital Probably sound. Probably for her pioneering electronic, pioneering, 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 music on fire? Pioneering. Pioneering. <laughs> what the hell? I work in those false teeth in for a horse. God, I 
I know. This, it this is a very rare opportunity to see Karen's, the, the gears of Karen's brains clashing. <laughs> Come on. Pioneer. Pioneer. Pioneering. Pioneering. Oh, for Christ. In any way, you're a journalist. The words I can spell it. He's not helping, is he? <laughs> yes, Karen. Delia Derbyshire has been given a posthumous award. I can say posthumous. Yeah. Mm. yeah for course. her groundbreaking work, pioneering. <laughs> That's going to sound so stupid. <laughs> Work Cut with electrical music and shit. <laughs> I'm not sure shit oh, came that, into it. That was wow. glorious. He went the right way. <laughs> Is everything right with the world? Will, will the family That's live so now? so much better, yeah. Now my puppies won't die. <laughs> what puppies? The ones that died last time, they went the wrong way. Oh, <laughs> oh have you been watching Joe Brand? Cats and kittens. No. Oh. Joe Brand's doing cats and kittens. Joe Brand's got a TV series and it's nothing but Adam, cats and kittens. That was, you will not do that face. <laughs> it was the, a drop on the tablet. The kill me now, why do I associate with these people face? You will not do that. He's but sending you some pictures. Tell me about cats and kittens. It's totally about cats and kittens. And the first one so it's not just a cleverly typed No. Movie. And this cat was up, um, stuck up a chimney. Oh. So they and burnt the, it out. And the, <laughs> the RSPCA man looked like Dick Van Dyke by the time we oh, finished. In they had to get the fire brigade and they had to get fire oh, poles. Oh, yeah. oh, Cats like it up. It's shot in the end. <laughs> it's cute. What like channel it is it on? It's, I think it's an ITV one. No. Oh. it back down towards the fire. <laughs> you punched me. That was just a little sweet. It is full of cute cats and little oh, eagle so kittens. sweet. <laughs> ITV, you say? I believe it is ITV. I should check the ITV Joe player. Cats, cats and kittens. Aww. <laughs> Shut up, Adam. You have no soul. <laughs> oh, dear. Some sort of penis cloud. <laughs> so you just looked at your groin and gasped. <laughs> I remembered I'd brought my groin with me. For a it's moment... Always- I thought I'd left it in the car. It's always good. I mean, your legs will fall off otherwise. <laughs> Pioneering. <laughs> okay. What a pioneering episode, guys. It's pioneering. Pioneering. Karen, Karen, I can say a word that you can't. I can spell a million words that you pioneering. can't. Pioneering. 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 Just think of pioneering. Pi. 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 Near. Near. Ring. Ring. Pioneering. <laughs> change, change the O to an A and then it'll flow better and then we'll it. Pioneering. <laughs> just, just start with the easy mispronunciation. Pi. O. Uh, uh, near, near. Near. Ring. Ring. Pioneering. <laughs> Pioneering? <laughs> Your face is getting redder and redder. <laughs> Try saying near opine and then say it very fast. Near opine. Again. 
Nero pine. Again. Nero Again. pine. Because <laughs> you got them in the wrong order, you silly tosser. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you say, say it backwards. No, no, now. You, you say should it. be saying nearing pio, <laughs> nearing pio, nearing pio. <laughs> well, okay, do that then. I just did. Very, 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 very fast. I can't. <laughs> Life mm. hates me. <laughs> I don't. Get it? Just get it into the newspaper. Hang on. Get the word into the newspaper and impress us. The yeah, pioneering. Correctly spelled. <laughs> I'm going to stamp on a moomin. No, you're not. <laughs> a pioneering moomin? Don't punch me, I'll try harder. Oh, it's a pity. <laughs> oh, he's deflating. Flaccid. <laughs> 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 He went to hug you and he just sort of folded up on you, didn't he? (laughs) (laughs) Now there's a pioneer. Ned Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Blind Date. (laughs) I'm a double bagger. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do the outro. Gene will. Oh God, no, that involves reading. Give it here. (laughs) (laughs) Any commas? No, no pictures. Put it in front of your face. Why do you hate no. it? <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard I just to, 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 to say to you. He wants a microphone. I want a shot of the movie. Unfortunately, okay. with a bag on his head. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs>